Welcome to the Guide Me Glow podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Tang, and I'm a holistic health coach that is here to help you become your glowier self mentally, physically, and spiritually. I'm a lifestyle and wellness content creator and founder of the wellness platform, Guide Me Glow. In this podcast, I share my journey and knowledge on all things self-development, manifesting, confidence, healing your relationship with food and body, and so much more. Follow for weekly episodes to listen to on your Glow Girl Walk. Hello angels, welcome to my third episode of the Guide Me Glow podcast. Today is quite an exciting episode for me actually, it's something that's really um, close to my heart, it's definitely something that I've had quite the journey through the past few years, it's kind of a lot about what I talk about on my social media, um, on my Instagram and TikTok if you guys don't follow me and you've just found this podcast, I'm Feed Me Glow. Um, on Instagram and Shantang on TikTok but I speak a lot about transformation and my relationship with food and body um, and how that's kind of changed over the years and yeah I wanted to make a kind of personal podcast on this because you know as I said when I started this podcast I really wanted to make this like a girl's chat really personable like you're literally talking to a friend about it and I don't know why I always love to just record my podcast quite late at night I think it's just when like everything's kind of quiet I've you know finished my day and it just feels like I'm just catching up with a friend or something so I'm sitting actually in my kitchen Um, I usually do it in my room but I wanted to just sit um, in my kitchen and I've got the vibes going I've got my tea a candle burning the sunset lamp Um, If you guys don't have a sunset lamp, honestly, it's such a vibe. You should really get it. Just Amazon sunset lamp. Um, And they do different colours. I've got the blue, purple one going on. So it's a vibe. Um, And yeah, let's get into the episode. So healing and finding balance with my relationship with food and body. It's quite the journey, I must say. And I know a lot of girls go through this struggle. To be honest, there's not one girl that I've spoken to that has not gone through some issues with food and their body. Pretty much every girl I've spoken to has had confidence issues and has had like some sort of skewed relationship with food, I guess you can say. Obviously in today's society, body image, how you look, social media emphasizes all these things so much more. And you know, there's... I guess, an ideal body type or ideal perception of beauty portrayed in the media and social media today. And it can put a lot of pressure on people. But I wanted to say that to start with this episode, we obviously have the affirmation of the week. And the affirmation of the week is, I accept and love my body for all that it is and all that it does for me. And I wanted to highlight this one because at the end of the day, if we don't truly love our body for what it's like now, we won't truly love it, even if we get to our ideal body type. Self-love and self-confidence doesn't come from how we look. It really does truly come from within. So it's so important to actually have that as the number one thing is to really work on our inner confidence rather than how we look. Because I truly believe you can literally look like whatever but if you're not confident within then that will really show you know you get 
some people who may not be traditionally good looking whatever that is which I mean beauty is so individual to each person like I believe everyone is beautiful in their own way and that you know everyone has a different ideal of like what perfection is if that even exists which it doesn't but anyways but like someone can be not traditionally beautiful quote but have like the strongest sense of self and be so confident and because of that they are so attractive for a guy for example maybe they're like not that good looking in your opinion but because of their confidence and the way that they carry themselves and their aura their style like all of this it makes them really good looking it's the same with what anyone really so it just shows that inner confidence and just being confident in who you are is more important than actual physical beauty when you learn to accept yourself and love your body for what it is you start treating it nicer and then it will work with you rather than against you that is the affirmation of the week keep that on board put it as your screensaver i'll upload it on the um guide me glow pod instagram so you can screenshot and put it on your screensaver um or lock screen i don't know why i'm calling it a screensaver so old-fashioned but anyway to get into the topic of this podcast i wanted to obviously talk about body image and self-love first i heard a quote and it really stuck with me ever since i heard it and it's basically you can't hate yourself into a body you love this truly is so true when I first started my fitness health journey I have always naturally been slim right but you know as you get older I gained a bit of weight you know I was in uni first year of uni I was partying more than usual eating whatever I wanted which I always did do anyways like growing up I wasn't ever really like into diets when I was younger like I just was always slim so I just kind of ate what I want obviously I was conscious about my body as like a as growing up as a teenager I'd be like oh like I would want like a really flat stomach with like abs and do like these ab workouts but to be honest I was pretty lazy as a child so you know I never was like that obsessed with it um I wasn't ever like a sporty child I was more into like dance and arts and that kind of thing um but when I became more conscious about like body and you know girls talking about it friends going on diets I'd be like wow like I literally could never I love food too much (laughs) I mean still true I would never do these crazy diets when I was younger and I'm kind of so thankful that I didn't because you know when you do these diets extreme diets like I remember my friend doing this like 500 cal diet a day and I was like wow I didn't even know what calorie was you know I just like didn't know how to do it but when you do those extreme diets it really messes with your gut and your stomach so that's why people have issues when they're older because they've kind of damaged their gut from these diets anyways growing up I was always like slim so I wasn't ever really like that conscious of my body for me it was kind of harder to see like muscle tone because I just like don't gain muscle that easily so it's like quite hard for me to build muscle really and like see it so that's something that I like consciously try and do now is to see like toned muscle on my body and stuff um and that comes with obviously nutrition and training and just lifestyle um but back then you know that's I guess that would be like a goal because you'd always see people with like abs everyone just wants abs right even though everybody is so different and actually everybody can't you can't actually see your abs even if you have like a really strong core you might not be able to see your abs because your body shape is just not like that like your ribs might be out more and also if someone has abs it's not an indication of them being healthy either anyways I mean that's just a classic example of like health does not equal how you look when I was yeah in uni and I 
was kind of like going out more, eating whatever. Um, I started, actually, maybe this started around like second year of college. And in England, that's like sixth form, I guess. But I went to like a different college. And I just started to notice I was gaining a bit more weight and I was not fully confident in myself because I'm not used to looking like that. And I was like, oh, I need to like sort this out and I want to feel confident in myself again. So then I started to do more research into health um, and healthy eating. And I came across these diet trends of like, you know, eating on a smaller plate because it will make you feel like you're more full or just having really tiny portions and not really knowing properly what to eat and then I started going to the gym a little bit just doing cardio this was in uni but I didn't like it I found the gym really intimidating so then I started doing these like 30 minute at home workouts for like probably a year or two and then I went vegan for a bit for like four years and then now I kind of slowly went out of that started training in the gym we're still vegan but I think I was vegan obviously for environment and animals I'm still very conscious about where I get my food from like I try and make it as like sustainable and environmentally friendly as possible but I think back then it was also a kind of way to restrict food because obviously when you're vegan you can't eat so many foods and veganism is amazing because obviously it helps planet helps animals for me I just feel like it was quite restricting and it played on like the kind of unhealthy eating mindset that I had my body really craved eggs and because I wasn't getting my period at that time and I remember the day I ate eggs I was like so scared because I hadn't eaten in so long and the next day I got my period back it was crazy when I tell people that they're like that is literally crazy and I'm like I know I literally didn't get my period for like two years and then I had I was having dreams about eggs like how weird is that so obviously it just shows how intuitive your body is like your body knows what you need and obviously there's some sort of nutrients in eggs that my body really needed so then I ate eggs and then I yeah I got my period back I guess the past two years I've slowly introduced fish and like a little bit of meat here and there but um yeah just really still like half conscious whole food conscious I kind of went off topic there sorry but um yeah back to uni days um I started being more into health but then it got a little bit more restrictive and I was almost being really strict on like healthy food so I would only eat unprocessed healthy foods I would never really eat packaged foods unless I could literally read every ingredient and I was happy with what it was on in that time it was the vegan time it was very like low fat high carb vibe and I would like be almost scared of fats and I would just eat loads of I don't know high carbs and stuff like that but it didn't really work for me I don't know I it led me to like overeat because I obviously wasn't eating enough fats and probably not enough protein either I was just eating a shit ton of carbs and everybody is so different but for me I need a balance of all the macronutrients which are carbs proteins and fats so it led me to you know overeat so I'd be eating like super healthy but then I'd overeat on loads of dates or granola and stuff like that and I was always thinking about food my mind was just around food all the time I was conscious about food I couldn't wait to eat my next meal I'd go to sleep thinking about breakfast like I literally was consumed with food literally mentally and physically I wasn't really seeing the results I wanted to see body wise and also I didn't like the fact that I was just thinking about food so much and so I think I invested in an ebook and it was kind of like a food guide and I followed that and it helped me see more results because 
I was kind of following how much food to eat and I wasn't really overeating because it kept me full and I also just liked the idea of knowing what I was going to eat and when I didn't have to worry about you know if I was going to eat enough or whatever and so I did that for a bit but obviously food was still very on the back of my mind and then after that I just kind of went into you know training in the gym loads and being pretty restrictive with food at the time I didn't think I was being restricted I was like I can eat whatever I want but I was very fully calorie counting on my fitness power, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that because sometimes I still do it now. But I think it's just like you have to have a really strong mindset around it and not let it ruin your day if you go like one cal over or if you are, you know, you ate too much broccoli or those kind of thoughts. It's all about taking it with a pinch of salt and not being too obsessive about it. Um, because at the end of the day I was doing this as my lifestyle like I wasn't training for any competition you know I wasn't in the Olympics like I literally was just living so like why do I need to be so restrictive around food and exercise when if I want this to be sustainable like I have to be happy with what I'm doing during that phase I actually started my Instagram then and I got really into like cooking and making my own food so it was actually a great phase because I learned so much, even with training and the gym and stuff, like I probably learned the most in that phase. And that's how I know everything now, obviously still learning always, but I was very much more like scientific about things and, you know, how many macros and how many calories and what workouts to do and stuff like that. And I think at the end of the day, I was doing it I was very heavily basing my worth on my image. I was pretty self-conscious about how I looked at the time, whether my stomach was flat, whether I had abs. I think because I was so conscious of that, it got really obsessive and I wasn't doing it in a holistic way and I wasn't paying attention to how I felt. If I needed to eat more calories, I like forced myself to eat more calories. But if I was on a cut and didn't have enough calories left, I would be like starving. I would literally just not eat it because I'm like well I don't have enough calories left and that is just looking back I'm like oh if your body says that you physically really need food and you feel it and it's not just like an emotional thing then feed your body with food because your body knows and I wasn't aware of even my hormonal cycle and how obviously some weeks you're going to be more hungry than other weeks because your body physically needs the food and at that time I still wasn't getting my period because I was pretty underweight so it was just kind of all over the place but not because it was very controlled at the same time I was like controlling everything very strictly and I think at the end of the day that is probably like a root cause was around control bringing it back to the body image and self-love I think throughout these years I've really tried to like work on my self-love for myself to be honest because I want to you know I want to love myself regardless of what I look like and of course I'm not perfect as days where I don't feel like I look as great or whatever and it does affect my body image but that usually means that something else is out of balance because at the end of the day no one else really notices how you look or no one's gonna like you more or less based on how you look and if they do then they're probably not the right people for you. I think at the end of the day how you feel is so much more important than how you look like mental health is so much more important than how you look and physical health they obviously both are important but if I was to really like put them side to side mental health is more important if your mental health isn't right then your physical health is probably not going to be right so I wanted to speak about getting down to the root cause of your whys if you are trying to get to a certain way or look a certain way or eat a certain way 
what is your true why like why are you trying to look that way we need intrinsic motivation with this and this means when you are intrinsically motivated you are moved to act for the fun or the challenge rather than because of external products or pressures or rewards so instead of doing it because you want to look a certain way it's because you're actually enjoying the journey and I think that's one thing that you really have to focus on is enjoying your journey if you don't focus on like enjoying yourself throughout the process you're always going to be focusing on the outcome you're never going to feel satisfied and you're always going to be wanting more and you're going to hate the process and that's just like not a way to live life so you've got to really enjoy find a way to really enjoy living a healthy lifestyle Um, and that can look different for everyone I can also do a separate podcast on tips on how to I guess live a healthy lifestyle and enjoy it for me now I literally love the life I live like I love eating healthy um I love working out like I love all these healthy habits I do because it's become so normal and natural for me because I've repeated it so much but if you're kind of new into this you have to find a way that will actually make you want to do it otherwise you're not going to stick to it and then you're going to fall off the bandwagon and then feel bad about yourself and then you'll get back on it and then again it's like this endless cycle of like a restriction of making yourself feel bad about things and then feeling good and then dropping off because it's like a short-term validation thing and you also got to think about the emotion so the root cause is often an emotion you're feeling so the root cause of like why people binge eat or overeat emotional eat or other disordered eating habits is because they're feeling an emotion and they're using food or exercise to kind of fill that void so it's really important to get to the deep deep cause of the emotion that you're feeling and think of other ways that you can kind of I guess heal that a lot of it has to do with childhood so even like the eating habits that we have when we're growing up did your parents always tell you you had to finish all the food on your plate so is that what you do now even though you're so full did you have like trigger foods when you're younger were you restricted around certain foods so now that when you come into contact with them you're like oh my god I have to eat all because you know it's a scarcity all these things you have to think about and it's take some time you can do this through journaling through seeing like a therapist a holistic health coach like myself and all these things to help you get through these little bumps of getting to the root cause of like why you're feeling a certain way or why you want to do a certain thing I wanted to also touch on the topic of restriction. You can have healthy restriction, but you can also have unhealthy restriction because, you know, restriction is not necessarily a bad thing. If you want to get healthier, you obviously do have to restrict on certain things, but it's about doing it in a loving, healthy way and not restricting things because you're depriving your body and out of hate and because you think you don't deserve it. You need to do these things because you truly want to do it and it's going to make you feel good. So if we're talking about food, if you say you can't eat something, then you'll want it more. And this kind of works with all things in life. Like if you tell yourself that you can't have something, then you're always going to want it more because you're putting a restriction on yourself. Whereas if you say to yourself, I can eat whatever I want and it's my choice, then you're less likely to be binging on things because you know that you can have it at any time. And if you want it, then you can eat it. You know what I mean? Also listening to your body after eating. For example, if you did want to eat something that was a bit more processed or unhealthy, make note of how that makes you feel after because 
Majority of the time, it probably won't make you feel that great after, but you know, it's fine to do every now and then. But if you're eating like that, the majority of the time, it's really gonna have an effect on your energy levels um, and your brain and just physical health as well. Um, so really take mental note of how things make you feel for example for me I actually been doing this recently I literally have a note on my phone I have a notes and it's just a food journal really and I can read you some of this so for me I'm like what works high protein and healthy fats work really well for me applying the 80-20 rule which I'll talk about later and also eating without guilt and I was like what doesn't work for me is having too much fruit I feel like too much fruit really spikes my glucose levels and leaves me really hungry things like rice cakes and stuff doesn't ever really like fill me up because it's just air really so it's easy to like overeat on those things it doesn't really have much substance um eating too late so it's not letting my body digest before I go to bed what doesn't work is focusing on what I can't have instead of listening to my body what doesn't work is not being mindful about when I'm eating so a thing that I always do now is when I eat I eat like I don't have any other distractions I don't go on my phone I don't watch anything I don't really listen to anything either dinner times are literally just me and my food (laughs) and like obviously if I'm if I'm with a friend or someone else then like I'll eat with them but for the most part I'll just literally focus on my food and just think about what I want to think about and not be distracted. Eating is, it's a meal time and it's doing something. It's, you don't want to be multitasking. I feel like when you multitask, you don't even realize what you've eaten. Your mind and body connection isn't there because you've been focused on something else, you know? Um, also something that doesn't work too well for me is dairy. I'm not actually lactose intolerant, but I didn't eat dairy for a long, long time when I was vegan, of course. And then after that as well, for probably six years. And then recently I've been introducing it slightly, not like hardcore like cheese by itself, but you know, if I'm out for dinner with friends and we all are sharing a dessert and it has a little bit of dairy in, I just feel like at this stage of my life, I just want to embrace life and it's more for the memories um, and soul food opposed to like healthy eating because I know I don't really eat dairy ever really in my house but I know it doesn't make me feel that good when I do eat it so I'm just mindful about how much I eat and if I do want to eat it all together so yeah that is just few examples of how I feel like it makes me feel and just being conscious of that also don't punish yourself with food I think a lot of the time if we are feeling upset or out of balance or stressed about something we turn to food And it's a difficult one with food because we can't live without food. So it's always around us. It's not like a habit such as smoking where you can live without smoking. Like it's literally so bad for you. With food, obviously we need food to survive. And, you know, there's so many nutrients in food. So like, how do we kind of separate that from using it and abusing it to eating it to fuel us and to actually help us thrive? So not punishing yourself with food is really important and finding different ways to kind of soothe yourself. So if you've had a really bad day, don't go to the fridge or cupboard and start eating mindlessly and numbingly. Um, What other things can you do? Can you straight away drink a big glass of water? Can you make yourself a tea? Can you then have a shower and then you know, get ready for bed and read a book or listen to a podcast or go outside in nature, go for a walk, like all these things. What other habits can you replace, basically? And if you do want to, you know, have food, then that's so fine, do that. But then how can you eat it mindfully and actually like enjoy the moment? Because I know for me, a lot of the times when I was in the binge eating phase, I would be frantically eating these 
treats or like these foods that I never really had in my cupboards um, but I wasn't really I was eating it with guilt I wasn't even fully enjoying it <laughs> and now I think back and I'm like if I'm gonna eat something that I don't normally eat and it's not that good for me I'd rather eat it with enjoyment rather than eating it with guilt you know so it's really about being mindful of that too another one that helps me not restrict is having similar meal times and being mindful what I'm eating as well so I think to regulate my hunger levels I eat kind of similar times every day because then my body knows when to expect food whereas if I'm eating like random snacks at different times all day my body kind of gets confused and I end up overeating on random things because I'm not getting a balanced amount of nutrients and stuff and my body's just confused so what helps me is having set meal times not really snacking too much and if I do snack it's fine but it's like healthy things I'll give some details later but having set meal times really helps me regulate my hunger levels therefore I'm not likely to binge later on because I know I've eaten enough and also good foods So another one with healing and finding balance with food and body is not labeling food. For me, I'm like, there's no good or bad foods, really. Like food, if you just look at food as there's just some more nutritional foods and less nutritional foods. So when you think of what you want to eat and what you want to put in your body, you got to think to yourself, okay, am I going for something that's more nutritional or less nutritional? And either one is fine, but it's just being mindful about what you're wanting to put in your body and if that's something that you want to do. And for me personally, of course, I want to go for the more nutritional thing. I feel better on it, so I normally go for that. But if you do, it's so fine. You just have to be conscious to balance it out. If you've been eating out more one week, maybe the next week you just want to like dial that back a bit and go back to home-cooked meals. Like It's just about balance and also not looking at food as like good or bad because, again, that kind of takes it back to the binging thing because you're restricting yourself and saying you can't eat something because it's bad if you're like I just want to feed my body with good foods I'm going to go for the foods with high vibration and that's going to make me feel good then that makes the choice a lot easier you know it's just about giving yourself the choice and giving yourself that option and not being like I can't eat this I'm going to say again the more you tell yourself you can't do something the more you're going to want to do it so just tell yourself you can do it and then that gives you the freedom of choice whether you want to or not also I mentioned earlier doing a food journal and take note of what makes you feel good and what doesn't and this really helps you tune in with your own body obviously everyone's body is so different and everyone reacts differently to foods so when you are taking note of what makes you feel good and what doesn't you're able to make better decisions in the future I also wanted to talk about the 80-20 rule. Um, I speak a lot about this on my TikTok, but basically the 80-20 rule is 80% of the time you are eating you know, whole foods, natural, non-processed foods that make you feel good. And then 20% of the time you allow yourself for little treats and you know, eating out and foods that maybe you don't know what's in it or that are more like lower vibration but it's all part of it because it helps you stay sustainable and also enjoy life that bit more you can't be perfect 100% of the time and honestly it will just drive your mind crazy so letting yourself have that freedom of being able to eat whatever you want when you're out really helps balance that during the week or whatever when you're eating majority of the time good and this can be separated in many ways you know in the week you know that you're always making your meals and meal prepping and all these things so you know you're eating healthy and then on the weekends you know you go out with friends so you just let yourself be a bit more free around foods and eat what you want 
or you know that you're going out for dinner in the evening so you're just gonna be a bit more mindful with eating healthy in the day and to me that's not restricting to me that's actually just being conscious about what makes me feel good because I know for a fact if I was to eat out every single day um, and I feel this sometimes like if I eat out all the time I really begin to crave home-cooked meals because I'm like oh my god my body's not getting enough nutrients and I don't feel that good so naturally I want to go back to my healthy habits I also wanted to make note of comparison Um, I know that comparison is such a huge thing for us and I've learned that comparison really doesn't get you anywhere good (laughs) to be honest because it just makes us feel a bit shit about ourselves and it doesn't even help that much with you know inspiration I mean it can motivate us sure but I think that's only short-term motivation at the end of the day because you're not doing it for the right reasons I think the only person you should really compare yourself is the person that you were yesterday and think about how you can be better don't compare yourself to other people don't compare yourself to other people's body type diet job anything because not going to make you appreciate who you are you are who you are for a reason it's literally such a miracle for you to be born you're such a unique individual so why would you want to be the same as someone else literally if you think about the chances of you being born it's actually really slim um so we need to treasure our uniqueness our individuality and really just run with it rather than wishing we were someone else or wishing we were something else so don't compare yourself to other people's diet either I think I used to do this a lot like I used to watch a lot of white eat in a days and I still watch them sometimes for inspo in terms of like meals and stuff and it's just interesting to me but now I look at them I don't then be like oh I need to eat exactly like this because everyone is so different it's called bio individuality and if we all ate the same we would still look different because we're not the same if I ate the same as the girl that I saw on Instagram it's probably not going to work for me because we don't have the same body type probably and even if we did have the same body type the way that we digest food is not going to be the same you don't know about the girl's eating history or how her childhood was like did she do a lot of sport when she was younger because if that's so she probably has like a lot of muscle mass already and like a faster metabolism you know like all these things are so different so you really can't compare yourself to someone else's diet gotta be mindful about what kind of media you consume as well if your media is filled with you know these perfect picture perfect girls on instagram and every time you go on social media it's making you feel bad i think it might be time for you to unfollow do you know what i mean or like mute and you can always follow them back later maybe you're just not ready to see that content yet it's actually nothing to do with the person it's always obviously to do with yourself so just being mindful about what media you're choosing to consume is really important even you know who you're surrounding yourself with like is it triggering you you got to think about these things you got to protect your own energy and put yourself first especially in the healing process of trying to balance your relationship with food and body because it's you're in quite a fragile state so you've got to surround yourself with people that maybe actually don't think about food and body that much at all because it's quite refreshing because you're like oh yeah like I can just eat this food and not really think about how much it will affect my weight or how it will make me look. So I wanted to give a few tips for eating for your health and body. Um, Just as a quick like takeaway tips at the end, I always do. You're in the recovery phase of healing your relationship with food and body. I would say 
don't keep large quantities of trigger foods in your house just for the meantime this might be like oh this is like a form of restriction because you're saying like not to buy these things but honestly when you're in the recovery phase I wasn't ready to have those foods in the house because I couldn't control myself at that time it was doing more harm than good so if you have a trigger food which for me that means like it's like a binge food so like if you see it because you tell yourself you can't eat it you just end up overeating it loads and not feeling good about yourself and for me that was granola for some reason I think it's just because I love a crunch and like some granola is really sugary too and you can just so easily eat so much of it though I don't really buy granola that much anymore to be honest or like crisps and stuff because I know I will probably eat it in large quantities and not feel that good after and I don't really need it in my life um obviously I still eat granola like when I'm out and stuff like that but I just eat it in moderation if you're trying to lose fat if your whole kitchen just has chocolate and biscuits and crisps in the house it's going to be really hard for you to lose fat if you're always eating those kind of foods it's kind of like you want to set yourself up for success so doing these things that you know will help you will make the process a lot easier just in the recovery phase you know so i think that i found helped me is not talking about it loads of friends because i felt like when i was in that stage every time i would talk about it with friends um who were going through a similar thing or just had like not the healthiest relationship with food it would then trigger me and then later on i'd find myself kind of like those habits coming back i'm not saying don't talk about it at all if you're really struggling definitely reach out for help and talk to people that are qualified but I think maybe don't talk about it too much to friends who also don't really get it or haven't figured it out because it can just yeah be a trigger so another tip is keeping fresh whole foods in your house which actually fill you up and actually you know help your body be healthy um same thing as like setting yourself up for success like if you walk through the door and you're starving if you're gonna see like a packet of crisps or a chocolate bar you're probably gonna grab that first because you know your body is a signal being like that's the quickest thing it's gonna give me a quick boost of energy but if you didn't have that in the house then you wouldn't do that and you'd probably make yourself a proper snack or like a meal which you probably would need and also thinking of go-to snacks that are quick and healthy that are also going to nourish your body so for me that might be if i'm wanting something literally so quick because i'm so hungry i'll usually make myself a protein shake or protein smoothie so that's like protein powder frozen berries or banana or just ice um and then i'll put my superfood powders in you know apple nut butter obviously a staple carrots and hummus i love um making a juice or tea making sure you're hydrated is a massive thing a lot of the time we think we're hungry but we're actually just dehydrated so be mindful about you know when was the last time i had water when was the last time i actually kept myself hydrated and a tip is to drink a glass of water before meal times because that will help you regulate your hunger hormones too also remembering to have a balanced plate is really important having all macros so a bit of carbs um and this is unrefined carbs so this can be you know sweet potato it can be or normal potato uh some rice i usually go for brown rice go for protein pasta which i usually have like chickpea or edamame or that kind of pasta just because normal wheat doesn't agree with me that well 
yeah like those kind of things fruit is also carb uh, starchy vegetables and then make sure you have um, a source of healthy protein so for my vegans or vegetarians there's organic tofu tempeh protein pasta also is a form of protein edamame beans i'm obsessed with edamame beans and then i also have chicken so i make sure i get like a really good source of chicken organic um wild caught fish so like salmon white fish uh tuna and then you can also have beans beans aren't super super high in protein they're kind of like a mix of carbs and protein but it's still obviously a source and it can be in addition to things and then make sure you have a source of healthy fats so for me that will be avocado olive oil on top um cooking with coconut oil nuts seeds nut butters like all those things um so having a healthy balance of them all will make sure that you are satisfied and actually nourished tips for balancing the relationship with food and body is affirmations this is more like mindset wise but when you start to feel like you're not enough and that you need to eat less or you need to eat a certain way to like look a certain way repeating affirmations is really important for example the affirmation that i spoke about in the beginning of the podcast of i accept and love my body for all that it is and all that it does for me um saying things like that and like i'm enough I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. Like all these kind of reassuring affirmations really help me. It puts my mind at peace. And the more you repeat something, the more you believe it. So the more you tell yourself that you should love yourself how you are and you're perfect just the way you are, the more you would believe it and you won't feel the need to do these like rogue behaviors of like overeating and stuff because you feel like you're already enough. So I also know how difficult it is to actually get out of the binging restriction cycle habit i think this needs to be another podcast to be honest because that is so deep and i know that when i was in it it literally felt like it consumed my life and it was not nice so i know how deep the experience actually is something that really helped me is like meditation and visualization so i would visualize myself in the scenario where i was about to binge and i would visualize myself doing a different action Um, And the more you kind of repeat that visualization and meditation, the more you actually do it in reality. That really helped me. Um, Also shaking up my routines. I think a lot of it comes down to control. And a lot of the times we see food as a form of control. So shaking up your routine where actually what really helped me is when I went to Bali, because I didn't have control of what I was eating in terms of like I wasn't cooking it myself obviously I had control of like what I ate but I wasn't cooking it myself and the portions weren't controlled by me that actually really helped heal my relationship with food because just being more intuitive with what I wanted and what I felt like and I wasn't you know conscious about like calories and stuff like that I just ate to how my body was and just being intuitive with my body so that really helped and then also just allowing balance like I said tell yourself you're allowed to eat whatever you want and you can and then a lot of times you probably will choose a healthier option because it makes you feel better also show yourself compassion don't be hard on yourself if you fall off track i still you know sometimes fall back into old habits of overeating something or feeling down about something and turning to food for comfort some days i do have those days and some days i do feel pretty shit (laughs) about it because i'm like disappointed in myself but then i have to be conscious about this and it's about how fast you can get back on track and recognize these behaviors and then kind of self-soothe and be like okay no it's fine like it's not the end of the world like one day won't make much difference and 
I can just like do these other things to make myself feel good about things. And also remembering that everything happens for a reason. Through going through this experience and journey, I probably wouldn't be where I am now in terms of like my mindset and you know how I want to help you guys. That's why I really want to help you guys because I know how it feels and it can feel really like a deep hole when you do restrict yourself and you're in this like bad body image mindset so you know learning that everything happens for a reason and keeping faith that you will be able to get out of it is super important so that concludes all the points that I wanted to speak about today it was kind of like a run through on a lot of topics and a lot of things Um, but I really hope that that helped you and also gave you insight a bit about my journey I didn't speak about everything that I went through but you know if you guys want to hear more about that then let me know and I can definitely do like an episode on my own health and fitness journey I just kind of touched on it a little bit just to give you a bit of context I wanted to end this episode on the challenge of the week which we love I hope you guys did well on last week's challenge let me know how you went I love hearing your feedback on Instagram but today's challenge of the week is when you are faced with body image challenges or restrictive thoughts around food like when you notice these things take one or two tips from what I just said and apply them when you're in this situation maybe put this in your notes or as your screensaver so you can remember it and you're always looking at it but use it as a safety net for when you feel out of control and focus on what you can do that is more productive that will actually benefit you so this can be a meditation literally a two-minute meditation or turning to something more productive like instead of mindlessly eating can you start reading a book or can you listen to a podcast can you go outside for a walk be in nature so take one kind of self-soothing technique and apply that to when you do feel like you're out of control you know searching the cupboards for food or these kind of things i hope this episode was helpful for you guys i hope you enjoyed it and you know took some good points from it as always i'm super super grateful for you guys listening to my podcast it's a new baby of mine so i'm really excited to see where it goes as always have an amazing rest of your day or night or whatever you're doing if you want to stay updated with me i'm on instagram and tiktok um, at feed me glow or guide me glow which is my health coaching platform instagram and also my tiktok is shantang I will speak to you guys next week. Bye.